Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. My favorite thing about Armoire is all the different style and occasion options from casual to athleisure to night out, work formal, work casual, a total of eight different occasions, three weather options, and 11 categories including accessories, outerwear, and blazers, just to name a few. With Armoire, you can always have something new to wear without the hassle and closet clutter. You know the feeling. You open your closet, it's full, but you have quite literally nothing to wear. You're bored with everything in there. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothes for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off the first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash parenting. That's armoire.style. A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline. Your Village is the most comprehensive site for evidence-based parenting classes available on demand at yourvillageonline.com. Our 50-plus classes give parents the foundation, steps, and tools for creating strong, healthy relationships with their children, resulting in responsible, cooperative, happy, and successful children and families. My goal is to help parents support their children in finding and reaching their own unique potential. The podcast is a place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your village founder and your host, Erin Royer. I was going to cover a few more parenting questions this week. However, an incident happened this weekend that I felt like was a really important lesson to share with you all. Actually, there's a lot of really good lessons wrapped up in this one for parents for us to teach our kids. So I just feel really compelled to share this. It was our oldest son's ninth birthday party this last weekend, and he's into Pokemon, so it was a Pokemon party. Some of the kids brought their Pokemon cards. It was also a sleepover party, so we had 14 kids at the party and 10 stayed overnight. No, this is not a lesson about how to get out of having 10 nine-year-old boys have a sleepover party at your house, but that might be a good lesson too. Anyway, one of the boys, we'll call him Toby, had misplaced his Pokemon binder. He looked off and on throughout the evening but I finally found it the next morning. Now, when he looked in it, he noticed a lot of his cards were missing. I counted the spots in the front of the binder because they were all missing out of the front pages. 
Now these were the more powerful ones, of course, and 11 cards were missing. We searched high and low, under and in the couch where I found the binder. I had a strong feeling that these were not missing by accident, given that they were all from the front pages and all in a row. But we looked anyway just to make sure. Of course, we came up with nothing. Toby sat and continued to pack up his things, and I was cleaning up and sweeping the floors. All the other kids were outside playing on the trampoline or playing Nerf out front. I look over, and Toby is in tears. I asked if it was about his cards, and he said yes. So I asked him to write down the list of cards that he knew were missing. We looked through the other binders that were laying around just to see. He had one that was on the more rare side, which came from his grandpa's comic book shop, so we were mostly looking for that one. And of course we came up with nothing. My husband and I told him we would keep our eyes out and let him know if we saw anything. And when his mom came and asked how it went, of course I had to tell her about the cards and what happened. Now this mom was amazing and knew exactly the lesson to teach her son and talk to him about. And it's the same one that I would have taught and have taught to my own kids in these types of situations. Now she had no idea that he had brought the cards and had she known, she said she would have strongly urged against it. She would have warned that when you bring toys to a party with a bunch of kids or a place where you aren't going to be able to keep your eye on something, and if it means a lot to you, there's a chance you could lose it. Now, Carter trades Pokemon cards a lot, and he knows which kids have which cards, and I also said that if he notices anyone with one of these, especially the more rare one, that I'm sure that he would notice and that he would say something and we would help to get to the bottom of it. Well... The family room where the kids had slept was full of hats and socks and shoes and sleeping bags, overnight bags and the like. We had moved everything out to the living room, but not everything had gotten taken. By the end, we had three leftover items, including a pair of sweatpants. Now I noticed something was in the pocket of the sweatpants, so I checked. Lo and behold were the 11 cards that Toby was missing. I excitedly texted his mom that I found them and hoped beyond hope that those pants also belonged to Toby, but knowing that if Toby had taken the cards out of his binder and put them in his pocket that he would most likely have remembered, but I was still just really hoping that in a moment of excitement and craziness that he had done so and just forgotten about it. I sent the picture of the pants. She texted back right away. Nope, they weren't Toby's pants. I'm shaking as I send this text to 10 moms with the pictures of the three items left at the house and asking if they recognize any of the items, knowing full well that when one of the moms claims the pants that we know who the culprit was, but also that I would then need to deliver the bad news as sensitively but seriously as I could to one of these moms. Sure enough, within minutes, one mom replied that they are her son's pants. Ugh, I swallowed hard. It isn't one of the moms I know at all. I literally talked to her on the phone for a few minutes when she RSVP'd and then met her that moment in person when she picked up her son. I hate these conversations, and even harder, I don't know her at all. I had to tell her what happened and that I found the cards in her son's pants. I did tell her I was sorry to be the bearer of bad news, and then I understood these conversations are never easy. I had no idea how she would react. Would she get defensive? Would she even care? Would she be so embarrassed she would ignore it? No, she was embarrassed and she felt really bad. So I shared the story about our oldest that I shared on this show sometime last year, I think, when he stole the money from us and went to the book fair at school and then lied about where he got the money. 
Now, the truth is these things happen. And I think what we need to keep in mind as parents is that our kids are going to make choices that go against everything we teach them. It's not a matter of if, but when. So it's good to be ready. Now, this story ends well. This mom handled the situation in a very admirable way. She wanted her son to take the cards back to Toby himself and to apologize. But not only did she do that, she had her son buy an extra pack of cards for Toby. So it all turned out very well. Now, in all of this, I also wanted to teach a lesson to my oldest son about this, but I didn't want to tell him who took the cards. I felt like he just didn't need to know and potentially make the child feel worse than he already did. So what I ended up doing was talking to Carter, and he knew the cards were missing, but that was all. I told him I found them in a pair of pants that were left, and I already knew he had no idea whose pants they were because I had asked him before when I was trying to figure out who these clothes belonged to, but he had no idea. Anyway, he said, oh, then they're Toby's pants. And I said, no, honey, they're not Toby's pants. And I could see the realization come across his face as it clicked. And I said, so you know what that means, right? And he said, yes. And I said, we all make mistakes, but I just want to make sure that you would never take something from a friend because you wanted it. He said he absolutely would not. And we talked about Toby and how sad he was. I also told him I would be very disappointed if I ever found out he had done something like that. He totally understood and promised he never would do it, and he would never hurt his friends or anyone for that matter. And I don't think he ever will. It was a very good opportunity to teach him about why stealing is wrong. Now, he did ask who the pants belonged to, and I just said, you know what, it doesn't matter. And I moved on. I just wouldn't answer the question. Next, I'm going to share some information about what is age-appropriate behavior in these areas that we consider deceitful types of behavior, the stealing, cheating, lying, and then some tips for handling them so that we can help our children learn from them and they can make better choices. Right after a break from our sponsor. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep, and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T. P-U-R-O-A-I-R dot com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HEPA 14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners. Ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. 
At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. HomeThreads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights, or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look. And some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com parenting parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home Threads. Love where you live. Now that we're back from the break, I'm going to get into discussing the deceitful behaviors. What is considered normal by age? Not that we accept it, but what age is considered developmentally normal? And then how we work with our kids to make better choices. Now, I covered lying pretty in depth in episode number 34. So if you're dealing with that or you just want to know how to handle it when you see it, definitely go back and listen to that episode. Also, cheating, since cheating is a form of lying being dishonest about one's performance or abilities. I'll have another episode where I go more in depth about the cheating as well, because cheating can be due to other factors like perfectionism or over-competitiveness. But some of these tips I'm about to cover will also apply to working with kids in all areas of being dishonest, as well as going back and listening to episode 34. But when it comes to stealing in particular, It is normal for a very young child under the age of five to take something which excites him or her or piques his or her interest. This should not be regarded as stealing until the child is old enough, usually five, sometimes three to five, but even six or seven sometimes to understand that taking something which belongs to another person is wrong. Now I put in these older ages because normally, A child by five would understand that taking a toy from a friend's house or such a thing is wrong. But I have a particular story from when I was five where I stole something but I didn't realize until years later that it was actually stealing. I was at a restaurant with my parents and we were at the checkout. There were these chocolate candies at the register. I asked if I could have one. They said no. Well, for whatever reason, I couldn't help myself. I really wanted one of those candies and I snuck my little hand up there to help myself to the five finger discount. Now, I don't know if they were for sale or free, but I have a feeling they were probably for sale. Now, you know, five cents or something, but all I knew was I was disobeying my parents, but it never dawned on me that I might be stealing from the restaurant until years later. When we were back in the car, my mom looked back as I'm buckling myself in and notices something brown on my chin. Now, she and my dad decided it must have been something left over from my dinner. So I never got caught, but it's the only time I ever took anything that didn't belong to me. And again, didn't realize at the time that it may have actually been stealing. So I say this as an example that in some circumstances, kids five or even six may not realize that it's actually stealing. They may think that they're just being disobedient to a parent if a parent says no to something that they really want. Okay, so what do we do? We need to actively teach our children about property rights and the consideration of others. 
any experience that you have where you see it happen, it happens in a TV show or it happens to you, it's an opportunity to talk about it. If someone took money or cards from your purse, whatever it is, you can use that time to talk about how disappointed you are, how that person not just stole your money, but your time to report things, to reorder your cards, go and buy a new purse or wallet, etc. You can talk about their friends if something was stolen from their friends, how sad they were and how disappointing that is and how hard it is to be the person when you trust people and someone takes something from you. Also, we parents are role models. So if we come home with paper or pens from the office or brag about a mistake on the restaurant bill, our lessons about honesty will be a lot harder for our children to understand. Now, even though older children have learned that theft is wrong, sometimes older children or teenagers steal for very particular reasons. So it's important to get behind this so you can deal with it. Now, reasons such as stealing to make things even, such as if a brother or sister seems to be favored with affection or gifts. Sometimes a child may steal as a show of bravery to their peers or to give presents to family or friends or in order to be more accepted by peers. Some children may also steal because they don't want to depend on other people and so they take what they feel like they need. Some additional reasons to consider is whether the child has stolen out of a need for more attention or in expressing a need to try to get even with his or her parents or out of feelings of inadequacy, right? These are the reasons for misbehaviors that I just discussed last week. So it's important to do our best to get behind the why so we can work on that. If it's a need for attention, we deal with that. If it's revenge, we want to work on that. Not just our own behavior for creating a situation for our child feeling unheard, but also to teach our child how to appropriately share their feelings or the feeling ignored, bowled over, or unheard. And you can go back and listen to last week's episode for more on how to detect some reasons for misbehavior and to talk about those, get to the bottom of it, and work on it. In some instances, the stolen object may become a substitute for love or affection. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to guess that this is not going to be an issue or a reason for your child stealing if he or she ever does. But it's good to point out if your child has a friend or a peer at school who is going through this as stealing, especially if it's a consistent problem, that this may be the very sad reality behind it. So I just want to throw that out so parents understand there are additional reasons and could be the reasons behind it in the case of one of your child's peers. Now, when we take the proper steps, in most cases, the stealing stops as the child grows older. These steps to take. You want to coach your child that stealing is wrong and point out how it feels to be the one who has something stolen that's important to you. Also, how it breaks down trust. Help your child to pay for or return the stolen object. Make sure your child does not benefit from the theft in any way. You want to avoid lecturing, predicting future bad behavior, or saying that you now consider the child to be a thief or a bad person. Now, make clear that this behavior is totally unacceptable within the family tradition and the community. When the child has paid for or returned the stolen merchandise, the matter should not be brought up again so that the child can begin again with a clean slate. And this is another reason I didn't tell my son who it was that took the cards from Toby. I didn't want him to go to school and say something to him, bringing back a painful experience. So his mom helped him do the right thing, so everyone just needs to move on. 
If stealing continues or is in conjunction with other problem behaviors, then it may be a sign of more serious problems in the child's emotional development or problems within the family. Again, I'm covering this and saying this in case you come across it in your child's peers so that you can have a deeper understanding of what may be happening in that child's world. These children would benefit from an evaluation by a mental health professional. Now, if you want to know more about dealing with teaching honesty and respect, which covers all these areas and will help to circumvent or minimize having issues with dishonest behavior in the first place, like lying, cheating, or stealing, you can see the class called Honesty and Respect under either the Discipline section or the Modern Parenting section on the website at yourvillageonline.com. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered, you can send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.